This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Can you shout this loud and clear? Greater is it that is in me. Than the one that is in the world. Whatsoever I get involved with prospers mightily. I'm anointed to be productive. I'm anointed to advance the kingdom of God on the face of the earth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's read from 2 Samuel chapter 24. 2 Samuel 24. And I'm going to start from verse 22. Or let's start from 21. 2 Samuel 24, 21. And Aaron said, Wherefore is my Lord the king come to thy servants? And David said, To buy the treasure floor of thee, to build an altar unto the Lord, that the plague might be stayed from the people. And Aaron said to David, Let my Lord King take the offer, take and offer up what seemeth good unto him. Behold, here be oxen for burnt sacrifice and treasure instruments and other instruments of oxen for wood. All these things did Aaron as a king give unto the king. And Aaron said unto king, the Lord thy God accept thee. And the king said, verse 24, is where I'm going. The king said unto Aaron, Nay, but I will surely buy it of thee at a price. Neither will I offer a burnt offering unto the Lord my God of that which cost me nothing. So David bought the treasure floor. This is a very... Um, Simple but very deep story. Hallelujah. So, I will not exactly start today, but I would like to say that, maybe in preparation for what we will share next week about worship, Apostle Selman started talking about worship on, um, on Sunday, right? well, Saturday, when he came here. And then I said the last time I ministered that I was going to be talking about worship. Hallelujah. And remember that we also spoke about the Meshach anointing. You remember? Yes, and I said that it is, the, according to the Bible, it's an anointing that causes spreading. And we also read from Ezekiel 28, where we read about the king of Tyros and the prince of Tyros. And that particular word was used in that passage of the Bible, that thou art the anointed cherub that cover it. And I said that this grace, was given by God to Satan because of the role that he was playing in heaven. But the Bible says that the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. That means God doesn't take back what he gives to a man. What he does is, when God gives you something that you become big in your head, <laughs> he gives somebody else something bigger than what he has given you. So what he has given you becomes irrelevant. But God doesn't take back. It's too big to say, give me back that thing. Because whatever he has given you, it can manufacture many times over. Hallelujah. So, one of the mistakes that Lucifer made 
because it felt that it was very close to the throne of God, and because of the grace given to him, that Meshach anointing, he got to a point in his life in heaven, he thought that he knew all about Jehovah. So then he decided to rebel. But uh, later, like someone rightly puts it, very true, Satan only saw a dimension of God. And he thought that was all that, <laughs> that was about God. Now when Lucifer fell, he realized that what he knew about God when he was up there on the holy mountain was nothing. Just something small about God. The brief revelation he was given made him to make a mistake. Thinking that he knew so much about God. Nobody can know enough of God. He's inexhaustible. Hallelujah. No matter how he reveals himself to any man, you will keep discovering more and more about him. And remember I said that the Meshach anointing has something to do with worship. So Satan, because he felt he had it, as he stood before Jesus Christ in that, on that mountain, in Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4, that temptation, the Bible said that the devil took Jesus to a very high mountain. And I've been talking about several mountains. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm trying not to do a teaching today because it looks like I should start talking about mountains. Where, when he got to showing Jesus the kingdoms of this world, he showed him on a mountain, not at the valley. He must have taken Jesus to the mountain of entertainment or media. Because the Bible says on one particular mountain, he showed him the kingdoms of this world and their glory in a moment. And he said, all this I will give to you. I am the anointed cherub that cover it. I am in charge. I influence this field. If you worship me, I'm going to give everything to you. And Jesus said, no, no. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only thou shalt serve. I need the kingdom truly. I have come to collect it from you, but I'm not going to collect it by worshipping you. I'm going to collect it by defeating you. Someone say amen. amen. It's because I'm about to carry out a strange instruction this morning. That's why I'm talking this way. It's a simple instruction. I'm going to ask you to do something in a while. And for everyone who believes, your life will never remain the same. Amen. Because I'm about to do that way the Lord spoke to me clearly yesterday to do. Are you following me? Yes, sir. So that's why I'm just giving you a brief explanation. So Jesus said, I have come to take it. And the same thing will always happen. If they say to a person, if you want to become the MD, you have to do this and do that, and you know that is wrong. You are worshipping Lucifer. When you bow, when you bow, they will open the door, but that will be a small door, and it is never a kingdom door. If you want to defeat him, you will say no. The Bible says we must through much tribulation enter the kingdom. When you say no, you die temporarily. They can sack you. But when you die, your power has just started. Because except a corner will falls to the ground. It abides alone. The moment they carry out that threat, if you don't join us, we sack you. Sometimes God will let them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had to enter that fire before Nebuchadnezzar bow. Are you following me? Daniel had to enter the den before the verdict changed. 
when Daniel entered the den, when he entered the den of lion, then the power of resurrection started working in him. That power does not work until you die. And that death can be like, if you don't do this, we are going to separate you from this family. Let them do so. The moment the separation takes place, resurrection power begins to work in you. Then you return with audacity and authority that is incomparable to anything. Is somebody enemy? Can you say amen to that? Amen. What makes many people to fall is that fear of death. So Jesus created the pattern as the first begotten. He died and he received the kingdom. He took it from the dead. The Bible says, having uh, sports, principality, and power. Our kingdom, like the stone that came and smote the image, we are not coming to negotiate. We are coming to take over. Hallelujah. And we are going to talk about that in a, maybe, but certainly not today. As soon as Moses started, then Pharaoh started his offers. When he saw a few miracles, then he said to Moses, Okay, serve God anywhere in the land, but don't go far. And Moses said, No. Our type of worship will demand that we leave your land. And Pharaoh said, Well, I think you are carrying your log too far. Then after, well, after one or two plagues, Pharaoh said, that is Exodus, in Exodus 8, that was why he said, don't go too far. Then in Exodus 10, he said, okay, you know what? You can go, but let your children and your cattle stay behind. And Moses said, no. When we go, we go with everything that belongs to us. And Pharaoh said, you are joking. And later in chapter 10, towards the end, then he said, okay, 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 come. Okay, go with your children, but leave your cattle behind. And Moses kept saying that, when it comes to worshipping God, we go with everything. <laughs> you know, the season we have stepped into as a church, no negotiation. There will not be any aspect of your life or any member of your loved one that will be held back. Amen. You better say amen very well this amen. morning. Because we are moving into that stage. Where the servant of Abraham said that God has blessed my master in everything. There was time he couldn't say that because he was blessed in many things, but he had no son. But later the servant said that God, he said, when you look at my master now, that shalom, shalom has taken place. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you with me? But I read that place we read just to explain. I hope I'll be able to say this second time because I don't want to go beyond what I've been shown to say. Now, you know, <laughs> where we read, that place we read, David was showing how much value he placed on God. The same thing the woman with alabaster box was doing. The same thing Solomon did the night God appeared to him. Before God appeared to Solomon, because I have told you that when true worship is offered, something happens instantly. And don't, we will explain this next week, but the major thing about worship is that it is never convenient to the flesh. That is the first sign. When he told Abraham to offer Isaac, Abraham woke up early in the morning. God told him to journey for three days to go and offer his own, his own son. And he did it on one of the mountains. So he left early in the morning, he walked for three days, and when he got to where he was going, he had to climb mountain, a man of over hundred. Worship is never easy. So David was saying here that I will not offer to God what will cost me nothing. A song that you sing when it is convenient is not worship. At times it can be a song of praise. It can be a song, an expression of your joyful heart, but it is not worship. The oil that you break and put a little on Jesus, 
It was just a little tap. Cannot be worshipped. It is the one you break the vessel and pour oil all on him. Are you following me? The angel of destruction put his sword over Jerusalem. And the prophet by the spirit told David that see, this is what you do in this kind of situation. Destruction is coming. People were already dying. Every form of destruction, whether family poverty, sickness and the rest, there is a wisdom under God that stays the hand of the enemy. There is always a direction. So prophet God told David that go and offer sacrifice. And when David got to the place, they saw the angel with his sword over Jerusalem, but he was standing on a particular place called the threshold of Arona, owned by a foreigner. And the prophet told him that, you know what? Don't let him use that sword. You know what you should do? Offer something here. And David went to the guy and said, so I need your land. Can you see that angel? We need to stop this destruction right now. And Arona was a good man. He said, King, take the land for free. For free. And David said, no, it is not in our custom. To offer something to God that costs us nothing. When you pray, when it is convenient, it can be prayer, but it's not an expression of worship. There are givings that we give. There are givings, we just give. But there is a giving that is worship. All kinds of giving, whether you help somebody, whether you give in church, whether you do, they will be blessed by God. But they cannot give you the kind of blessing that worship will give. Worship we have a certain date, a certain time, and worship is never convenient. But this is where the Meshach anointing abides. What have I been asked to do this morning? Very simple. I'm actually asking God, is it that I'm going to touch everybody? It's very simple. Yesterday, the Lord spoke to me and he said, you know, he is God. It all started last week. And he said that, I am doing something in the midst of my people. He said this morning, now I can sense it when this is happening. I am not as playful as I would have loved to be. And I tend to raise my, keep my voice a little low. Because if you have seen an angel before, you will shake. I've told you, for that's why they usually start by saying, fear not. And when you sense their presence around us, a kind of hope, a kind of feeling of, you just become a little, you, you, you can't be your normal self. So, the Lord said to me that I have put like a wrist in your hand. Either when you stretch your hand or when you shake the people. He said, today's service, there's going to be an anointing for completion of projects. Yeah. Whatsoever your people, that's what he said, are involved with. He said, what, that, that's just all I'm doing. He said, whatsoever they are doing as a project, when you pray, either you stretch your hand or you shake them, Grace comes upon everybody and life will come into that project. Amen. In particular, he spoke more about abandoned projects. He started by showing me properties. Then he said that that even involves if you are, you are writing and you've written exams or interviews, they are here to call you. Something started, but they, they, they stopped. You have a land somewhere you are trying to build and it's been difficult. Why I am saying this is that I want you to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because what is about to happen now, if I'd ask all of you to fast for 40 days for this to happen, you might likely have a bit of belief. But remember, freely we receive, freely we give. That there are times that a man initiates something by praying. 
But there are times that God initiates something by just saying, I just want to bless my people now. The first one is called an effort to make in the place of prayer to get something happen. The second one is called a free gift of grace. It's not because you have done anything special. It's just because God has decided that, okay, by this moment, I just want to visit my people. Is that understood? There are those who have been saving, saving to buy a car. What will happen after I finish praying for you is that it will be brought to you. Amen. Hallelujah. God is not a man that should lie. Hallelujah. God is not a man that should lie. I went to teach somewhere yesterday. If I, it was just about 30 minutes ago or so that I forced me so that I told my because I didn't tell her what really happened there. I went to teach and I told the leaders a part of it. And when the Lord told me all this, somebody got up. And that's my friend, Pastor Fremi, actually. Somebody got, he just got up and he said word for word what I've just said now. He said, where did you go to recently? Who prayed for you? He said, there's a wrist I'm seeing in your belly. There's a wristband in your, in your hand. And he said, it typifies a special anointing. And he said, oh, wait, wait, wait. This anointing I'm seeing is for construction. That people will be built up and things will happen. And by la, la, la. But God gave a sign. No, God has a way of working. I went to talk to a few people about marriage, to give a lecture about marriage. As I was preparing to start the lecture, somebody walked up to me and he said that I have so, so, so land in my Godo Sherry, sea of all, everything given and everything. He said, you know what? It's one of my lands in Lagos and I'm giving it to you. Hallelujah. You know, this is the way... Um, in a very conspicuous place in my Godoshi. I've not been there, and I don't even know when I have, when I have time. This is this. Somebody gave me one about it. That I was, I'm not, I, after, it was after one year. My wife told me that this is unfair. Somebody gave me that. I've never gone to church. I said, okay, because building is not, I'm not thinking about it. It's amazing how many things you are not thinking about, and God is helping you to do, and many other people are running around, breaking their head, trying to do things. Are you following me? I believe Whatever happened yesterday that I just said now, just happened as a sign. I didn't pray about land. I was not expecting land. I was not expecting anything. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, God just decided. And he did that yesterday because on Friday night he spoke to me about what I'm telling you now. And he gave a sign because the husband man must be the first partaker of the fruit. So he just showed me that this is called grace. You woke up in the morning, prepared. I was just about leaving that place to go and join those who got married yesterday. And some letter came up. So when that has happened, it's a sign that everything you're about to receive today is on the platform of grace. And do not cut your imagination short. And don't begin to think that I'm not ready. Yeah, there are warnings after that and one or two warnings, which is, I've, I've just read what I did. The, the most important thing. Everybody, I am saying this Reverently, you are about to prosper like never before. Yeah. But for it to last, think kingdom. The kingdom comes first. Apostle Man explained all this in last week. I have seen on TV people being told that, oh, you can now, you should help the poor with your tithe. I feel sorry for a lot of people. That which you give to God, if you give to man, your source will dry up. As God leads you, help the poor, but not with kingdom seed. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. 
Praise the Lord. We do. We sow up to be lifted. We sow down to have foundation. Whatever you give to the poor is under the category of sowing down. It's necessary. It gives you a ground and it stops your generation from tasting poverty. But it should never be a substitute for anything that has to do with the kingdom. Jesus taught the two very well. He said, the poor you have always with you. He said, but you, are, you don't always have me. Are you, are you, every Christian ought to know that. But there's kind of mis, all kinds of misconception going on. Because wrong compassion can lead a man astray. Are you with me? Yes, the best illustration I can give. <laughs> it's like a man. Nepal pole is falling. You are now using your Nepal bill money to help them adjust the pole. So you think after that they should not come and collect Nepal before. So Nepal is knocking that you've not paid your light bill. Now you are telling Nepal that, no, I just repaired your pole. It's good that you repaired their pole. But that doesn't stop your responsibility towards them. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Now, of course, God is not building up. I'm just saying that we can learn something from there to put things in perspective. Say, Lord, I'm supposed to give you this, but I, I help you to use to take care of the poor. In all our givings, I give, more, I give a lot to the poor, but it does not affect my kingdom stuff. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. The second one was what I said earlier. Whatever pressure you face, don't bow to the God of this world. Always remember the hand of God lifting you. Because some of you will enter settings. God will lift you. And then another lifter will be standing ahead of you. And you will think that you have to do something. Remember, the first lifting came from me. All other liftings will come from him also. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. At different levels, there are different devils to face. But all you need to remember is the faithfulness of God at the previous level. The same God will carry you at this new level. Hallelujah. It just occurred to me that when I thought on seven mountains, many of you are about to be placed on strategic places on those mountains. And it will happen by the hand of Jehovah. As a matter of fact, there are those listening to me now that this very week your own starts. There will be some radical miracles. Some unusual things that will happen. Amen. Hallelujah. I see scarcity going away forever. Amen. Psalm 67. And when we pray. Thank you Lord Jesus. You can begin to pray in the spirit on your seats. So that your heart can be expanded to receive this. I see a shop being given to somebody. In a very conspicuous place. Very obvious place. It's been given. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we bless your name. We worship you. We adore you. Look at this scripture. This is what is happening. God be merciful to us. Say amen. amen. And bless us. Say amen. amen. And cause his face to shine upon us. Amen. Now look at the next verse. Can we all read it together? That is the reason for verse 1. God has a mission to accomplish in nations. I spoke to one of our sisters now, Sister Angela. And um, if you're interested, you can see her. Can you stand, please, ma? Um, we're talking about the lady standing on the road in the night. The lady we call, pro or they call prostitutes. 
but she she's actually trained professionally to reach out to people like that. But now she wants to do it at a spiritual level also. And she needs people that will join her to do so. If you are willing to join her, she will take you through a bit of training. The time has come. We are on towing. Those girls are on towing also. We have to reach them. The number is multiplying. Everybody. I said, I leave office. I left Friday into Saturday. I left office 2.30 a.m. Yesterday, I left 1.15. I was here 1 a.m. sitting down by myself here. So I left 1.15. So... And I noticed that every time, at least three times in the week, I, I usually live in the middle of the night. And you, you just see how many of them are on the road. The number is increased. Every time I weep when I pass by them. And you know what? Get to talk to a few of them. They are so nice and so friendly. And we can't have a church here and then they continue to be there. The Bible says that the reason why His face will shine on us, why God will be merciful, is so that His way may be known on hearts. And is saving health among the nations. The prosperity of every one of you has something to do with the kingdom of God. Jesus cannot broke people all over, struggling to pay house rent and everything. If that is all he has, we are in trouble politically. Education, we are in trouble. What is saving America now are the fact that some private people have schools that governments have no control over. So you can't bring sex education to some school. That is what is saving some people. What about those people who do not have those schools? Then you'll be under those who are teaching gay and teaching all these things and enforcing it on our children. Influence is power. Money is power. But the moment you have been anointed for it, do not forget that it's not to build your own empire. The kingdom of God comes first. Is that understood? Praise the Lord. These are the things that we must just understand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I can see my spirit. Somebody needs a gadget. What, what, the kind of gadget you need to work with. This looks to me like a, a special type of camera. It will let your job go to another level. Amen. And you've been trying to look for money to get this camera. I speak by the Spirit of God. Within 14 days from now, supernaturally, the money is supplied Amen. and you get it. As a matter of fact, somebody will give the money to you. What will now happen is that the amount you think it will cost you, the angel of love will work in such a way that it will be reduced. So after getting it, you are going to have surplus in your hand. Amen. That's what the Lord is saying. Everybody begin to pray in the language of the Holy Spirit right on your seats. I'm not asking you to pray gentleman's prayer. This is a moment. I feel the presence of the angels of the Lord around. Everybody pray. See, it's your moment. Pray. It's your moment. If you don't know what to say, you just start praying in tongues. I see the Lord moving around or I see His power moving around. I'm still not feeling the vibe of your prayer. Men and brethren, loose yourself and pray. That which you have been expecting is about to come right now. No I'm going to leave you to pray for the next four or five minutes. 
let the prayer be entering you deeper and deeper until you see something in the spirit. Look at angels standing beside you. Pray. I see what is obstructing some people, what is obstructing success from locating some people is being taken away right now. Shall we all rise up? Everybody rise up. Keep praying. Say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And keep praying. As we pray, keep saying, Lord, I'm ready. I receive what you have brought to me this morning. Tell him your sex. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now this is the instruction I've been given and that's what we're about to do. Now I'm going to ask everybody you have to make it very brief. Just keep praying as you are coming. I'm going to ask everybody to shake my right hand since that is where the Lord said he has put his sign of the anointing and the ushers will arrange this. We do it quickly. Don't try to hold my hand. Just shake and go. But as you are coming, come with great expectation and be praying now i also want to specially request sorry i want to specially request as you come have a clear picture of where you want the anointing to land on be specific hallelujah is that clear you don't need to tell me you don't have to tell me just tell god but when you are going to shake my hand at that moment 
have a clear picture of what you want the anointing to fall on. And if the Lord has said this to us, you will see the glory of God. Hallelujah. Don't borrow a few verses. A day like this might not come again in a long while. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 So I'll give you one more minute to pray in tongues and pray. As you pray, keep your eyes on the area. What exactly do you want the anointing to fall on? Because this anointing will give life to that thing. So what is it? Thank you for listening to this teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.